Hey everybody, it's Austin Solomon and welcome to The Real Wausau Real Estate Show. Today we got our first guest on this on the show, Seth Wage. Hi Austin, thanks for having me. We really appreciate it here. Yeah, right on, right on. So yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in here today. We got Seth Wage, commercial lender over at People State Bank. Uh, Seth, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I am from Wausau originally. Um, I went to college up at UW-Superior, and then post-college I came back to People State Bank. I had interned there a little bit in college, um, really fell in love with the organization. Sweet. Um, knew it was going to be a good place that I wanted to stay. Um, so I came back after school and worked my way up from the teller line to a personal banker to an underwriter, and now I'm finally a, a commercial banker. So Sweet. Um, it's been a long process, but it's been a great ride, and I've learned so much. So um, I'm really pleased to be in the finance industry. Sweet, sweet. So what was your, your degree? So Superior, went to Superior. What was the degree that you had? Um, so I have a degree in marketing and finance. Sweet. Um, and I just chose to take the finance route. I, I do do some marketing, um, but but not a lot. Right, right. Awesome. So kind of worked your way up from the from the teller then underwriting the loans, making sure everything looks good, and now like now you're the big, big commercial uh, loans. Yeah, <laughs> talking to the customers, you know. The underwriters right. still do a lot of the work, but right. we get to talk to the customers, so it's good. Sweet, sweet. Okay, fantastic. Well, tell us a little bit about commercial lending, because, I mean, I myself have been in the industry for like four years, and I don't even know that much about like the commercial lending. So tell us a little bit about like who do you guys help? What does like... Yeah, let's just start there. Who who do you guys help with with loans? Um, so the majority of the people we help are business owners. Um, so I work with a lot of owners or CEOs of bigger companies or CFOs, um, people who are making the decisions as far as the financing goes of the companies. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we work a lot with real estate investors. Mm-hmm. Um, so similarly to who you work with, um, people that are looking to buy real estate to then rent to other people. Yep. Um, so that could be single families, it could be duplexes, multifamilies, um, you name it. Um, the size really doesn't matter as long as it's being used for business purposes is really where we where we come in. Um, when it's generally for personal purposes, that's where you're going to use a, uh, a residential mortgage. Sure, sure. Um, so, so mainly business owners in short. Sweet, sweet. So... Like I used to own, I think you knew that I used to own a lawn care business. That's where I got my uh, my feet wet in the business space. Um, yeah. So if I was looking to purchase like a new fleet of trucks, maybe even get back into that space, and I was looking for a little money, I could come to you and say, "Hey, here's my you know here's my business plan. Here's kind of what I need. You know." fifty thousand dollars for can you help me finance this yes and i i would say that's our bread and butter is um small businesses um who who may not have the capital up front um but know if they get the capital they can succeed in the future yep um, because of the equipment they have and um, because of the the extra capital they have to do the things they need to do to make more money in the long run right um so absolutely lawn care businesses and equipment financing we do a lot of sweet sweet um, and how do you decide? So, you know, obviously you guys might have some requirements or might, uh, you might want to see like a business plan or, or to know where that money is going to be spent and kind of what the projections are. Like, tell, tell us a little bit about if someone was looking to, 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 you know, obtain that, you know, loan, what kind of things should they prepare 
mm-hmm. or, or what should they do? Should they just reach out to you and say, hey, here's what I'm thinking about. What do I need? Or yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So ultimately what you're going to want to do um, when you come in to get a loan for a business is like, like you said, Austin, make sure that you have projections ready and how you're going to pay back that loan. We want a, a pretty concrete plan as to how you're going to be able to pay us back over the next um, three to seven years if, you're, if we're talking equipment. Um, a, a business plan is really important, um, but ultimately, do the projections make sense? And do you have experience in the space that you're that you're going to make money in? Mm. Um, if if there's lack of experience and you're kind of a startup business, um, it's tougher for us to get those deals done because then ultimately the risk is on the bank and not yep. really on you because uh, um, you might not have as much experience in the space. Um, so those are the biggest things. Um, but really having a good concrete plan as to how it's going to be repaid is the biggest thing. Sweet, sweet. Awesome. Um, yeah, let's transition a little bit. So how does the, the commercial space, you know, look right now in Wausau? Um, I do a little bit of, of commercial work mainly. I personally do mainly residential. Um, but how does it, you know, how does that look right now? What's trending, um, is there, you know, a lot of buildings that are being sold? Is it is it a lot of like, you know, investors that are, um, that are just looking to to purchase and rent? Or how does that space? What is what's kind of sliding across your desk a lot? <laughs> um, well, in the market right now, I think that just in my opinion, um, highway visibility in commercial real estate is really important. Mm. Um, so when when we see um, uh, businesses or buildings go on the market in the commercial space generally the stuff along the highway gets snatched Mm -hmm. up right away or goes for a little bit of a premium Mm -hmm. um but there really isn't that many buildings uh um up um for sale grand ave you might see a couple Mm -hmm. um but for the most part um what we're what we're more financing is owner occupied real estate. Sweet. Um, you know the big strip mall type places we also look at, but that's more non owner occupied. Sure. Um, that's more of investors that are purchasing those. Yep. Um, so we also look at those as well. Um, pretty much anything in the commercial real estate space is what we're going to look at. Sure. Um, but like I said, in the Wasa market, just to me that the highway visibility seems seems really important and yeah. in our space here. I don't know what you think, Austin, yeah. but. Um, when it comes to having a sign up along the highway that for your business, that can go a long ways. Right. Um, it seems like from what I've seen and again, you know, limited knowledge in this space, but from what I have seen, the, uh, buildings and office spaces that are really outdated and, um, if, if someone, if you have an outdated office space and it needs quite a bit of updating and repairs, even though it's commercial, it's not fetching like the values that uh, people would think it would. Mm-hmm. So I think that the, for the move-in ready, you know, uh, spaces like the office spaces and commercial spaces that are new and up to date, I think those are doing well yes. but there's a lot of like you know 
I would say they need some TLC. Yeah, 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 and those don't seem to be moving unless they're priced accordingly. Yeah, when a real estate investor needs to put in some TLC in a property, what they're really going to look at is to make sure it's priced where they think that they can continue to get a good return. Um, so when they buy a property, they're they're thinking in the future that they buy the property now, but need to stick more money into it um, in order to get it into a rentable space for a tenant um, or a business. So that's something they're going to consider when real estate is on the market. Um, Is it priced in a space that they can make money once they put more money in it to it additionally? Right. Um, So that's the biggest thing when it comes to pricing in commercial real estate and what what a lot of brokers and, and realtors face. Yep. Yep. And, and two with that, what I've seen is if an investor wants to put a hundred thousand into a property, they don't want a dollar per dollar return. Like they don't want to put, have a $200,000 building, put a hundred grand and then have it worth 300. Yes. They're looking for, Hey, I'm buying it at 200 grand. I'm putting a hundred in and I want it to be worth 400. Yes. Yes. Yep. They, they want that appreciation once improvements are made. Um, that's real. <laughs> they want to make money in this space. That's why they're in it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So one other thing I, I thought would be valuable here is, uh, it seems like the multifamily space is really, is really constricted right now. There's not a lot of, you know, four plexes, eight plexes, 16 units. Probably part of the reason is the rents have just been so crazy here in the last. Yes. So you're probably seeing like those have looked really good, like on the numbers. Yes. Um, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Uh, what we're looking at more so is vacancy. I mean, mm-hmm. are, are are these units full or are they vacant? And ultimately the vacancy is going to be what ends up paying the loan back. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% occupied units pay back loans. Right. Um, so, so that's a good that's a good uh, good fact to have when it comes to those things. But in, in my personal opinion, I I think condos are there's not a lot not not enough condos in this space. Right. Um, you go to bigger cities and condos are everywhere, um, and there's not a lot around here. I don't know if you've sold any condos. I don't know of many. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great question. Um, there, I would say that there's quite a quite a demand for uh, if if an investor was looking to purchase and develop a condo association, I think that there would be a, a line of buyers <laughs> yeah. that would be ready to, you know, ready to jump. Mm-hmm. So no, no doubt. Yeah. But, but as far as the multifamily goes, um, you know, we're ultimately looking at when you buy it, is there any real maintenance that we need to be worried about? Because ultimately bank is, is liable for, you know, the amount they've given to purchase the property, but bank doesn't want to be liable for the improvements that need to be made. Generally, those are made out of cash of the investor. Um, So that's something we're going to consider. And then the cash flow, like we talked about with the vacancy, Um, do the rents support what they need to be in order to make the debt payments? Right. Um, So as an investor, or as someone that owns a multifamily, um, making sure the rent levels are where you can fill up your unit, but where you can also pay off your debt as well. Um, that's that's really important and what we're ultimately looking at. Sweet, sweet. Um, one one other thing too, Seth, is have you ever, like, at least it gets tossed around in my space a lot, like, have you ever, has it ever came across where because someone owns something that's commercial, it, it, it automatically, like, is worth just, you know, 
five times the value. Oh, it's commercial. Does that ever <laughs> that ever come? Could that ever come up? Not really. Not, not really. I mean, ultimately, it's based on cash flow is what the value is worth, right. right? I mean, yep. if it's generating crazy cash flow, then it's it's worth more, right? Um, but if the cash flow is minimal and it's maybe just a break even property, yep. It's not going to be worth quite as much. That's a great point. If it doesn't have the potential to produce a lot of cash flow and in its current state, it's not not cash flowing, then that's going to negatively affect the value. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're putting something on the market to sell, making sure that your cash flow is, is as good as you can potentially have it is going to really increase the return when you sell it. Right. Um, so th- that's something to take note of. Sweet. I guess last question here, Seth, is if you were, um, if you were to help any, like, anyone that has a portfolio and if you were kind of to help them get it ready for sale, like what kind of things do you think would be helpful as a seller or maybe an owner of a commercial property to prepare for not only the potential buyer, but also for like a lending institution? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think laying out a the income the property is producing mm-hmm. and all the expenses, um, in a neatly formatted Excel spreadsheet is really what bank prefers and mm-hmm. really what buyer prefers because it's easy to follow, um, easy to see what kind of cash flow the property is generating. Yep. Um, also, something for a seller is just to be clear with what maintenance needs to be done or if you've done any maintenance. You know, if you've done maintenance in the last five years, tell the buyer up front, I've stuck 50 grand into this property and right. that's why it's priced the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but really between those two things, those are those are really important when trying to sell a property. Sweet. Um, so documenting the numbers, the finances, then also a good like keeping track of the records. Hey, what what have we done? What might need to be done in the future? Yes, exactly. Sweet. Exactly. Sweet. Sweet, Seth. Well, any uh, any final thoughts or things that any golden nuggets you just want to drop on the podcast? Here's your chance. <laughs> no, I don't have anything anything too crazy. Um, as Austin is always available. I mean text or email always available yeah same with me i'm always available um if you have questions or um, want more information in regards to anything um we're, we're always available to talk and even if it's just you're seeking advice i'm yep we're, we're here to just provide value to people that maybe not fully understand what it takes to get a business loan sweet sweet awesome well thanks for uh being on the show seth we'll include your contact information in the show notes and the transcription so yeah thanks for being on the show thanks for having me i had a lot of fun you bet